0: Open my lips that my mouth may proclaim your praise in the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. Hallelujah! The Lord is risen. The Lord <laughs> Uh, It's wonderful to celebrate this Easter morning with you, this day that the Lord indeed is risen. And the women go to the tomb and, peering in, find it empty. And then angels appear to them and say, Why do you look for the living among the dead? See, on this day, Love wins, and the dead in Christ are not dead but alive in Him because He lives. We are not to go looking for the living among the dead, they are in Christ, they are alive in Christ. They are not dead forever, but alive in him. This day proclaims that love is stronger than hate. Love is stronger than death. On Good Friday, the one who stilled the storm with a word, the one who cast out demons by a command, the one who healed by a touch, could have annihilated his enemies with a breath. The angels, poised for a word from their commander, could have come swiftly to his rescue and could have overthrown the might of Rome in an instant, but the word never came. Violence was not met with violence. Hate was met with love evil poured all its fury into a living body that gave himself willingly to that torment and absorbed it. This is the divine remedy for evil. Through a willing sacrifice, it is conquered. Sin is conquered for us by the self-sacrifice of the only one who is Without sin. But that victory is only revealed on this day with an empty tomb and a resurrected body. Without this day, Good Friday is a barbaric death of a pretender Messiah like any other. But this day, it shows that the work on the cross is done and that love wins the empty tomb and the resurrected body show forth the divine power a new body but the same different but looks somewhat the same is flesh and blood but not constrained by time or space, spiritual and yet corporeal at the same time, never been seen before, hasn't been seen since, but is promised to us, because Jesus is the first fruits of the resurrection. Like a plant that dies, it looks like it's dead in the winter, but it comes up. In the springtime, new life where all looked dead. But as pr- plants go through that cycle year after year, Jesus' body will never die again. It is raised a resurrected body now and forever and lives even now In the presence of God, in God Himself. Our humanity is brought into the Godhead through the God man Jesus in His resurrected body. He didn't just become a spirit. When he was resurrected, it was a bodily resurrection. It was a spiritual, corporeal, resurrected, new life body. We can't grab our our minds around it, but it is true. And because of that body, and because of an empty tomb, we can rejoice this day, for death has been trampled down by death itself. But They really didn't know that, that first morning. See, if they'd wanted to make up a story, surely they wouldn't have written into it such surprise, terror and astonishment at what they encountered that morning at the tomb They would have made it a much more understandable story, but they recount themselves in the words of the Gospels, the reaction of the disciples. It's marked by confusion, by surprise, astonishment. They have not remembered what Jesus had told them, or they had heard it, but they truly hadn't heard it because it's outside the realm of what we normally think happens. So it took them a while. They didn't believe the women when they returned with the angel's message. In fact, they thought that it was an idle tale. It seemed to them an idle tale, and they did not believe them. Neither, if they had wanted to make this story up, if it was not a true story, why make the women the witnesses? In that day and age, women women could not witness. They, it was not a valid witness. Women could not go to a court of law. Women would be the last people that you would make the first witnesses of something that you claim to be true in that day and age. But the women were the ones who went first. The tomb is empty and the angels have told us. Why do you look? For the living among the dead, He is risen. So even though they'd heard Jesus, they hadn't really heard. It was completely outside of their frame of reference, but this was no dreamed-up tale. It's surprising, astonishing, outside of our frame of reference and yet completely true. And it's the foundation of our faith and the pivot point of all history. We mark time before Christ and Anno Domini in the year of our Lord. All of history is split in two. By this day, by this morning, it's a cosmic change. It's an absolutely amazing change from before Christ's death and resurrection and after it. And as we've heard in all of these readings, the great arch of salvation history, God's hand has been in all of it. And in this day, As we remember our baptism, we remember from the Romans reading that if we are through baptism, we are united with Christ in his death. And if we are united with him in his death, we are also united with him in his resurrected life, a life no longer enslaved by sin, a life set free. St. Paul says, Whoever has died is freed from sin. But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. Christ has overcome the evil and sin of this world and brought kingdom of heaven life into it. We know, says St. Paul, that Christ... Being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. The tomb is still empty. Because he who was dead is alive in a new way, in a new heaven earth body, never to die again. And so we peer into the empty tomb with the women and hearing the words of the angels, we rejoice. Because we died with him on the cross and bear within us the resurrected life of Christ. He has conquered for us. He has set us free. He has won the victory. We are alive in him and love wins. All we will live with Christ. In the words of the 5th century preacher, St. John Chrysostom, "He he was taken by death but has annihilated it. O death. Where is thy sting? Christ is risen and you are overthrown. Christ is risen and the demons are fallen. Christ is risen and the angels rejoice. Christ is risen and life reigns. Christ is risen and not one dead remains in a tomb. For Christ, being raised from the dead, has become the firstfruits of them that have slept. To him be glory and might unto the ages of ages. Amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen.